0: I'm Matt Leon. Quite the milestone in the Philadelphia basketball world on Wednesday night. The Division II Thomas Jefferson University women's basketball team beat Shippensburg on the road 76-65. The win improved the Rams to 3-0, and that victory the 800th in the career of head coach Tom Shirley. He is just the 17th coach in NCAA women's basketball history to hit 800 wins. Had the chance to catch up with Tom Shirley to talk about the milestones and more. So first of all, coach 800 wins. Congratulations. How cool is it? That's, I think you're one of 17 to reach that level. And that's uh that's impressive.
1: Yeah. That, you know, that stat I read last night and I didn't know that. So yeah, when you think about hanging with the big boys and the big girls, I guess it's pretty cool. But, uh, you know, Matt, it's, it's my 40th year. So time goes by and you win enough games, I guess you get, you get the higher numbers, but, uh, you know, the numbers are the numbers, but it's all about the next game. Like, right now, I'm focused on 801, you know, so we'll we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's an honor, but it's also a tribute to all the assistant coaches, you know, my pe- my family, and, but most importantly, the players that have come through that system in 40 years. And the, you know, the dedication that they've had and the, the sacrifices that they've made and uh, the skill sets that they've brought. So it's a group effort. Or you know, they say, uh, you know, no one person makes up a village, so –
0: is there a little bit where you, when you've got these kinds of milestones that you kind of know are coming? Is there a little bit of an exhale when you you finally get it? Like, all right, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Thank you very much. But and you talk about moving on to eight hundred one. Is there a little bit of relief just to kind of get over that hump?
1: There is. I don't think that I feel the pressure because I knew this summer that this program was going to win three games. But I think the kids, you know, they want to please and they want to. make make their supervisors happy, if you will. And uh, you don't know how it plays on them. So you want it to be over for yourself, but you also want it to be over for the kids. The other thing that's interesting is everybody's asking me, you know, who makes your schedule? Well, I make the schedule. Well, why did you schedule yourself away? Because, you know, if all the balloons are in the gym and everybody's ready to party at home and you lose, and then you got to pop the balloons and start over at the next game, it's kind of embarrassing. So. I was hoping we could do it on the road and then celebrate at a future home game, and that's what's going to happen. So I'm, ha- I'm real happy about that.
0: As we're talking, you guys didn't play last season because of the pandemic. Uh, just kind of talk about getting back into a sense of normalcy and the routine of a season. Uh, has it been refreshing for you, and how has it been for the kids? Well, I think
1: the pandemic was, a with all the negative around it, one positive was we did get – a good amount of spring workouts. So our freshmen last year really got introduced to the system, uh, pretty cleanly and pretty clearly early on. So when we came back in the fall, it was more of a revisit and a, a little bit of a reteach, but we had a head start. And I, and I still call these kids freshmen, even though they're sophomores academically. And, uh, I think that was a really big thing when you think about the fact that we have six freshmen. So, I thought there was an adv- advantage gained through the pandemic by not playing and just practicing. And we only practiced eight hours a week, but we still had those eight hours. So I think that's a direct result of being 3-0, and is having some pandemic practice time.
0: For people that aren't familiar, and you mentioned uh, a reference to youth of the team, what has made this group go? You know, 3-0 and start, three impressive road slash neutral court wins. What's uh, What's worked? Well, I,
1: I think the the biggest thing that we did from last year, the last season that we played, was we brought in Cassie Murphy, who's a six one center, and and that was someone that could give Sabria Light some help. I mean, Sabria was really, you know, we had her and Ola, and and they were good, they were very good, but I think Cassie's going to add a different dimension because she could score, and she had twenty five last night. Ironically, Uh Morgan Robinson, who I think is is probably one of the most athletic. Players that we've had is maturing, and I think that's helping a lot. Haley Monal is in her fourth year in the program, and by the time she's done, she'll be here six years. So I think her maturity and her, her length defensively and her, her, uh, athleticism defensively. So I think it's, you know, it's a blend. Maeve McCann is, is taking a starting role and last night, had 12 points, which is just what she needs to do. And Sammy Enches, who came out of, uh, Wilkesboro as a freshman, uh, is, Really, a solid four for us, just a really, you know, a good rebounder. She can score. She can make foul shots. So I think we've got youth. We've got youthful enthusiasm, which sometimes you lose when you're an older team. And I think we've got uh, different skill sets that are blending together.
0: We talk about 800 wins from win one to win 800. How have you changed as a coach?
1: Well, even though I'm 67, I think you could probably say during that process, I matured. I think when I was young, very young. I started at head coaching at 26. I was a yeller and a screamer and probably a public embarrasser which, you know, certainly wouldn't fly today, but, you know, back then that's kind of what I thought I had to do and I think as the years have gone by, I've become like the the basketball whisperer. You know, if I have corrections to make, I try to make them a little more quietly, a little more privately. Uh, I think it's more, uh, you know, maybe come becoming more of the orchestra conductor, you know, they know what to do and they know our system and it's more just moving the pieces a little bit, changing the offenses a little bit, changing the defense. So I think, uh, you know, I certainly, my, uh, my delivery is much calmer, much better, still get a little upset sometimes, but, um, and I think their understanding of our system has gotten better and we don't change a lot. We just, we plug in new pieces, but we don't change a lot. So. I think that's helped too.
0: How has the game changed? And I don't mean necessarily the X's and O's, but just you know, when you think about your day as a head coach, and I know you're athletic director as well, so there's a whole different level now of responsibility. But how has the the role of coach changed from beginning of your career to now?
1: Well, I've said this a few times. I I think AAU, in my opinion, has really hurt the kids. I think the analogy I use is – If you work for Hershey chocolate, you don't go home at night and eat chocolate. You need some strawberry, you need some vanilla. And they play too much basketball. Kids play way too much basketball. So I'm looking for the the kid that maybe plays a second sport. I'm looking for the kid that maybe plays the local AAU and doesn't travel to seven states and rack up $20,000 in debt for their parents. So I'm looking, that's the kid I'm looking for that maybe still has some gas in the tank because they're not so exhausted from Three years of high school basketball and AAU basketball. Uh, I think the uh, expectations of parents have changed dramatically in that they want a full scholarship and they want their daughter to play forty minutes, and that's not reality. It's not reality in the workplace. It's not reality here. I think the transfer portal has changed things because, consistent with their lives, if they don't like something, they just don't do it. So now, if I don't like my coach or I don't like my team, I'll just go in the transfer a portal and go somewhere else. I think the shot clock has changed the game. You need kids that can uh, score quickly because you don't have a 30-second reset on the shot clock. And uh, you know, I I think there's to an, to a degree a, and more an element of catering to your players as opposed to demanding of your players. And I try to ride that line where I'm not going to cater to a hundred percent, but I understand that there's a they've been raised differently than I was raised, so. You have to accommodate that.
0: Do you remember when one?
1: I don't remember when one at Allentown College. I remember when one at, at textile, which was against uh, Millersville University. I think that was when career win one fifth, but I do not, I I left Allentown with 149 wins. I know that, but I don't remember when one. Yeah. I remember bits and pieces through the years. In fact, I don't, I know where 500 was, but I don't remember six to 700. So, Getting old, Matt. Getting
0: old. <laughs> Aren't we all? But could you imagine those early days? We talk about win one, but, you know, I don't even know as a, if a young coach, you could get your head around numbers like winning 800 games and stuff like that. Uh no, You know, either. what was your thought early in your career? Was it just, you know, let's get through the season, let's get to the next season? Uh, are, are you thinking of it in the, in the long term?
1: I think in the, in the beginning it was – uh, year to year. Like, okay, we just finished this season. I'm so excited. When can we start next season? And then as you get older, I think really around the start of the Philly U-time, you start thinking long-term, like, okay, can we put a two or three year team together here? You know, uh, can we, you know, bring in some kids that are going to be bench players, but going to be meaningful bench players as opposed to just worrying about like, all right, who do I have? And when's our first game? So I think there's more uh, plotting and more uh, specific type recruiting, if you will. But did I, did I ever think of 800 wins? No, it's just, you know, the only thing I've said from the very beginning was when my career ends, if you take the total number of wins and you divide by the total number of years, I'd like it to come out to 20 because I think 20 wins is a benchmark for basketball. And if we can say that for 40 years, we we average 20 wins, I think it speaks to the consistency of the program the recruiting of the program, the quality of the kids that we got, and the support of the university. And and we're at that, as of last night, we're at that 20 number. So um, that's my one takeaway that I would talk about when my career is finished.
0: That will do it for this bonus episode of One On One. Many thanks to Tom Shirley for taking the time to chat. And he will go for win number 801 on Saturday afternoon, another road game, this time against Kutztown. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at One On One Pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. My name is Matt Leon. Thanks for listening.